We are so glad that you're here because you're choosing to thrive after betrayal, trauma, or addiction. Hi, I'm Ashlyn, the once betrayed. I'm Kobe, the once addicted. And I'm Brandon, the expert. Now, why am I an expert? Because I've treated betrayal, trauma, and addiction for over a decade. Okay, you guys, before we answer that, I want to invite you over to our YouTube channel. Um, Over there, you get just a little more connection with us. Uh, You get the podcast released in real time. Um, And uh, so, yeah, just find uh, the link in the show notes. It'll take you over to our YouTube channel or just search Betrayed Addicted Expert on YouTube. And remember to hit subscribe and we'd love to have you over there. All right, I'm going to start with a review. This is called Longtime Listener, First Time Review. And it says, Ashlyn, Kobe, and Brandon, thank you so much for taking on this quote-unquote life's mission of helping others to heal from sexual addiction. I've struggled with sexual addiction for about 35 years, and I'm finally seeing the path out of this dark and lonely road. At times, it has been a living hell. I've been listening for a little over a year to your podcast, it has been one of my best tools for helping me in my journey of recovery. Uh, wow. Thank you for listening. That's very kind, very generous. Appreciate that. Yeah. yeah. And honestly. for the review, Absolutely. especially after a year. I love that. For sure. <laughs> so if you are also a longtime listener and have not reviewed, uh, love to have you hop over and leave a review, rate us. Again, that allows other people to find us in a, in a much more streamlined way. Discreet so, too. Yes, and it it is discreet, and that one was anonymous, so it's cool. So thank you for the review. All right. Um, so I I'm gonna start with my favorite saying that we've all heard many times, which is, "Don't shoot on yourself." Um, and and you know that that applies to so many different aspects of our life. And one thing that I see all the time is that we, we think that we have to just keep trudging forward. We have to just, you know, do what we should do, oh, you know, over and over again. And, you know, I see people in recovery, for example, they go to all this therapy, they go to all these groups, they go, and their life gets out of balance, but they just keep doing it because it's what they should do. Right. And maybe that's not what's best for them. Maybe that's not what they need in that chapter of their life. And they need to take a step back and say, okay, well, maybe spending some more time in my garden is what I need right now. Or, or you're playing with my dog a little bit more or whatever it is. Um, but for good reason to say, this is where I'm at and this is what I need. And so that's what we want to talk about today. Um, where we are and what we need. Yeah. And that there's a lot of factors that go into identifying that. Moreover, being willing to actually stand there and face it. Yeah. To say, okay, this is actually where I am. Well, and I think it's hard to sometimes stop and make changes and take a step back because there's some fear there about change and and what it could affect and things like that. So um, so that's what we want to talk about today. Ashton, you're kind of going through something right now. Mm-hmm. And, um, and, and I just want to preface this before Ashton starts, how, how courageous she's always been and um, how strong she's always been. And so just for her to come on to this episode right now, I think shows how much she loves the audience and cares about the platform. And so, um, she's just going to talk a little bit about what's going on in her life and why she might need to make some changes. Yeah. Thanks, Brennan. You make me emotional just saying that. Mm -hmm. 
Um, this all comes up because um, I asked these guys yesterday if I could take a break. Um, my dad was 66 and passed away very suddenly uh, two days after Christmas. And it's kind of rocked my world. <laughs> I was telling my friends today, I thought I was really good at grieving. Like it, we call it micro grieving. We've had so much, you know, sadness and sorrow that I thought I was really good at it. But this is just so different. It's a different kind of loss that I haven't had. And um, for me to sit in that the last few weeks and realize I wear my emotions on my sleeve and I can't show up here and be recorded for YouTube and recorded for um, the podcast and not be sad mm -hmm. and not be hurting inside. And um, I can show up to social media. I can show up to my groups. I can be there and it doesn't take from me emotionally. But these, this is our heart. You know, when we record these, we are um, sharing pieces of us. And I'm right now, just in this season, a place where I can't give as much as I'm used to. And I'm leaning more on Kobe and asking for a little more help to be carried than I normally do. And um, Which is new for us. It is new for us. Because we all know, and especially those of you who have listened, that Ashlyn's done a lot of caring of me. A lot. For which I'm ever thankful and we've never really been in a season where you've just said, hey, I need, I need a minute, right? Well, and ironically, right what, a week before my dad passed away, Kobe and I had a, what, one hour cry fest mm -hmm. just talking about how I was just feeling tired. And, you know, there was a, there's a lot of changes that have happened in the last year for us and a lot of shifts that I just felt. I need you to, to step up. I need you to carry me because I'm feeling the weight. And then my dad passing, it was like, oh, I'm really glad that I was able to ask for Beforehand. what I needed. Yes. yes, kind of set it up. Yeah. yeah. And, and and he's stepped into that. And it's taken a lot of me being more descriptive in journaling to figure out what do I need. Um, I didn't need to do therapy, childhood therapy trauma therapy that I had signed up for right now. No. So I gave that appointment to Kobe. I said, if you want to take it, take it. Mm -hmm. But I've decided I'm not going to do any childhood work. I'm not going to do like Kobe Ashland work right now about these new shifts and changes. I'm only going to just sit in this sadness mm -hmm. and the loss of my dad and, and to move through that. Like we talk about the Buffalo, I'm going to be the Buffalo mm -hmm. and just feel and I'm going to have good days like today. And I'm going to have really crappy days like Thursday where I showed up really crappy. Right. I think, Ashton, you're a good example of, um, you know, being willing to grieve in a healthy way. Which, you know, when we say be the buffalo and just turn toward the storm and trudge through it, what we're not saying is, you know what, be strong and just get over it. Um we're, it, it's healthy to sit in pain, and especially when you've lost a father. So, and, and in sitting in that pain, you know, grief comes in waves. It, uh, 
it, sometimes you feel good feelings of you reminisce about that person and it feels good. And other times you just don't want to do one damn thing, right? You just want to shut down and cry and that's it. And the grief comes and those waves are intense and big at first and, and they come quite often and then they start to kind of spread out a little more and they're not as intense. And it, it takes some time um, for, for that to happen. And we absolutely, Kobe and I, um, want to respect Ashlyn in, in her feelings and, and allow her to, to process through that. We recognize that, and we don't take lightly, that what we talk about on this podcast is heavy yeah. and, and hard. And um, we really do bring our hearts to it. And so, when Ashlyn, when your heart isn't fully available then we don't want you to bring it here because we want you to go heal that heart. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So it's a, it's an, I just I think it takes a lot of courage and, and honestly, you've always shown up in courage and authenticity because since healing from betrayal trauma, you really haven't lived any other way. And what's also cool is we, we just, when we started this three plus years ago, on an ironing board in Lucy's room with a single snowball mic, we decided that we were just going to be authentic and speak truth and and just um, lead from our heart and be really intuitive with how we with how we share our journey, but also how we share insights and experience and across the board. And what might be a shock to understand is that sometimes that authentic that that authentic. Uh, authenticity <laughs> that authenticity that authentic life and podcasting really does require a break because you just got to like circle the wagons and you just take a minute i mean these are major life events this is one life will never be the same and i just i feel for you and i support you a thousand percent and um this is for those of you who have listened and who are listening this is this is novel for ashlyn and kobe to have Ashlyn say, okay, I'm going to need a minute because normally um, because of all the digging and such that I've done, all the heavy work, I've had lots of, <laughs> lots of stuff. Ashlyn's new Buffalo trudging yeah. through, right? Yeah. yeah. So now it's time to, to, uh, to change roles, yeah. which is and good. The, you know, Kobe's grieving the loss of his father-in-law and totally. we're both wearing his hats today. Um, but it's, uh, so I appreciate him choosing to say, Hey, I gotcha. Even though I'm, I'm here with you too. Yeah. Um, I will say this, I, I did take away, I'm not going to do this type of therapy, but I did keep, I am going to still see my therapist, Amy mm -hmm. here and there when I can, because it's that sounding board of like, it's self-care, help me navigate and sort through what I'm feeling. Cause yeah. I feel, I do feel a little bit like a child like here I am this is what we do for a living right. we help people we tell them how to do all these things and then here I am in this very new space and I'm like I don't want to get out of bed yeah I don't want to do it and right. so I need that Amy to say Ashlyn yeah you do <laughs> right you get up and get out of bed at least journal in bed although it's okay <laughs> that you don't want to get out of bed get up and get yeah. out of bed and yeah. I felt so much better Kobe made me do a oh well our producer, Matt knows <laughs> I showed up Thursday on our retreat work retreat. And I was just like, I don't want to be here. I don't want to see anyone. So I just stayed in my room. 
um, Friday, all Friday. At one o'clock, Kobe came in and said, you need to get out of bed. You need to come work out with me. But we're doing not my bar workout. We did a kickbox, like fight it out. Just release. Because that's what I use in the beginnings of recovery. Mm -hmm. Like I need some energy release here. And so it felt so good. Yeah. And then I had therapy right after. Yeah, so there you go. That's awesome. Yeah. It was a big shift for me to, to do those things that I know work but I don't want to do. Yeah. But you're in tune with yourself to know that those things work and you'll go do them even if you don't really want to do them, which is really helpful, right? Like go to therapy and kickbox. Um, so so. Wh why is it challenging? This is actually pretty interesting because um, I know that dealing with my childhood issues and dealing with some of my current adult issues and so forth, just doing trauma therapy, that stirred up a lot of stuff in me. But how is my response to that? different from Ashlyn's response to losing her dad on top of the things that that we that, as far as the effect that we have had with doing my work I, I don't know if I understand your so question. I'm 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 st I'm here and I'm plow I, I'm here and I'm recording right and and this calendar year as hard as it's been for both of us because I've been going through my stuff I still been able to still been able to somehow do that, but that's not that's not the case for Ashley. Oh that's yeah, okay. I get your so, question. So, so can you speak to that, Brandon? Is the therapist is to, you know, apples and oranges, and why is it okay? Yeah. So who's stronger? Yeah. yeah right. But, yeah. Because so, that's that's what it all comes down to. That's what to. we're all wanting who's to tougher? know. Who's tougher? Well, and I don't know <laughs> if you guys know this, but I started as a grief counselor. Like my, oh, I was a hospice social worker, uh, grief therapist, wow. and. Um, you know, when you go through your childhood stuff and do your trauma work, it digs up a lot of stuff and it's hard and you grieve, you feel sadness, you feel fear, um, you process a lot, um, that those feelings in that process is different than grief of a loved one. So what happens when somebody you love dies and, and as much as you think through it in your head of like, it's going to happen one day, I know it's coming, it's. It's, it, it hits you and it's this, this new reality that you need to come to terms with. And, and the pain, when you love somebody so much, you can't really describe the pain that you feel when somebody you love dies. And so the one is a process of work and you're, you're delving in and changing faulty core beliefs and it's difficult and it's challenging. The other one just is straight up pain to your heart. Um, and then you have work to do in order to process through that new reality. Uh, am I answering your question? So. Um, and so, yeah, gr grief is what all of us will go through in our life. Well, I don't think you can really avoid it. Um, it sucks that some people get hit with it at certain times for really difficult reasons, but uh, it's something that we all go through and it's part of this process called life. Um, I want to I want to make kind of another point which is I was talking to a woman today and I've I've had this conversation several times <laughs> believe it or not um she holds a calling in her church that's a very um busy calling she's she's very consumed with everybody's problems and helping and just doing a ton of stuff and um she's she's what's called the Relief Society president so I'm talking to her, and I've, I've met with three other Relief Society presidents who have ended up going in and saying to, to the bishop, look, I want out of this calling. I need a break. And 
what's interesting is this is that the the bishop doesn't really know the betra- about the betrayal trauma and the depth of it and, and the grief and the pain that she's actually going through and in in her mind i'm ta- i'm saying her in general and all these release society presidents that i've worked with in their minds they're thinking i should just be strong and be able to help everybody else right now i just need to be strong need to be strong probably some comparison too yeah like i know what their problems are and True. Yes. I know what their problems are. I can, I can take care of this when in reality, when they really get down to it and they're struggling in their marriage so much and they're struggling with the betrayal trauma, they need to stop taking care of everybody else and everything else around them and focus on what you're talking about, Ashlyn, like figure out what really works for them to process through grief and pain and, and difficulty in their life. And it's actually healthy for them to say, I need a break. I, I need to step away and I need a break. And sometimes that takes getting over what other people might think about them. You know, Ashton, we have this audience that listens to us and whatever. I'm glad you're saying, I don't really give a rip. Like, I need a break, guys, right? Not audience, we love you. You're awesome. You're very important to us. But what's more important to to us is that that we can be true to ourselves right and so i think that i think that is really important for for everybody to understand and to learn yeah and um funny enough on we went on this kind of epic road trip home because my parents traveled full-time in a motorhome for seven years so my dad died when he was in florabama is where they call it and so all five siblings we all flew out to pick up my mom one-way ticket and we drove her home almost 2000 across the country yeah almost 2000 miles home just five days like crazy that's a whole nother podcast of like (laughs) healing with childhood sibling wounds i mean it was pretty amazing um but i the first one of the first things i did was i text i teach a sunday school class and I text the leader of that group and just said, hey, I, this is what's going on. I need to take an, a break. I don't know for how long. And immediate support. Yeah. Take as long as you need. I will cover your class. That's awesome. So yeah, I love that. I'm just that pre- like taking the pressure off, like you mentioned, in a lot of different areas and figuring out what does work for me. Like I said, right. social media doesn't really take. I can. I don't even have to show my face on there. Right. It can be a picture. Yes. You know, it's different than this. I think you bring up another really important point, Ashlyn, which is when you need a break, be willing to ask for help. Yeah. And I would guess that that, that person that helped you is grateful that you asked mm-hmm. so that they can step in and help. Because um, a, lo- a lot of times we think we can't ask for help. And I, I know that if I needed a break, I could ask you guys, you know, totally. you help me and, and, and all our friends and people around us are there to love us and care for us Yeah. when we need that. Well, break. and for most of the time, especially in this arena, it's so like, I want to help, but I don't know what to do. I don't know what to say. Yeah. And so when we can g- take those moments when, um, I was gone, I, s- you know, people are calling or texting, like, what can we do to help? Cause Kobe's home alone with the girls for a week while I'm last minute on this right, road gone. trip. Yes. Yes. And I said, one thing that you could do is uh, go help take down our Christmas. Oh, yeah. Which sounds weird. And oh, but I hate doing that, though. Yeah, oh, yeah. It's awful. But also, I didn't want to come home and be like, oh, yeah, my dad died right after Christmas. Yeah, and there it is. And so that's what our neighbors did. They came over. Kobe's like, I can't. I don't know what's wrong, but I can't do it alone. That's they came awesome. and they helped. And 
So our quote right now on our letter board in the kitchen says, be brave enough to ask for help because it's uncomfortable. It's hard. Yes. I love it. People are wanting to help. Yep. Be brave enough to take a break when you need it and be brave enough to ask for help. I think that's really, really important for recovery. Yeah. It's a, it's an important piece of recovery. It's an important piece of life. And this is just really healthy human behavior to say, I know when I need a break. I know when um, I got to take a minute and to have the courage to ask for that is so. So let's just awesome. talk. Let's just talk about. And I'm sure there's a lot of I don't knows in here. And but I just want our audience to to kind of know um, what we're not saying is we're shutting this podcast down forever. Right. Um, but w- what we are saying is is you may hear just episodes from with with me and Kobe. Um, there might be other guests that come on other perspectives. Um, we have a lot of different ideas and different plans in place. And Ashlyn is not going to be gone forever. Yep. That's not the plan at all. Um, so. Well, and ironically, our meeting in December or November, we had talked about like, hey, let's plan on 2020 having guests come on and, yeah. and kind of switching it. So we kind of were planning God's on doing it. his thing, I guess. Yeah, like, yeah. in a crappy way. but yeah, Seriously. <laughs> but yeah. it's happening. Yeah. So. Yeah, gone for a minute, not forever. Yep. So be patient with us and be patient with Ashlyn. And um, yeah, we're just happy that you guys are here to listen to us and to hear us. And 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 I think what you've heard from this from us today is we're trying to walk the walk. We talk a lot about the talk, but what we're trying to do here is honor Ashlyn as she walks her walk. And that's not an easy thing to be in a place like this and then say, actually, I do need help. Because we all do. It's awesome. So, yeah. Um, please remember, as much as you guys might heart Ashlyn, um, we're not, I want to be really clear on this, we're actually not asking for any grieving advice. <laughs> I know that you guys come here. It's kind of funny. We give, we give, we give answers advice. to questions that you guys might not ask. <laughs> but since you found us, that actually changes the, the whole idea. So what we're not asking for is grieving advice for Ashlyn to uh, any of the social media outlets, but just your silent thoughts and prayers and um, are exactly what we need Thanks. right now. And if you're a praying type, my mom's name is Suzanne Allen. And she, and needs, she needs them more prayers. than I do. Yep, it's pretty rad. So guys, appreciate you being here. Appreciate you understanding and remembering that we are human just like you and we have all the feels just like you. Again, just a little uh, reminder, um, on Instagram, we are at recovery underscore coaches. And on YouTube, if you go there, search Betrayed Addict Expert. And these podcasts will be live every week when we record them on Mondays is typically the rule. So you get to see them a week early. Um, but in the meantime, don't forget to rate and review. See you guys.